it's summer. That means the kids are at home, but it also means that the house is probably going to fall apart because we want to have some unstructured, spontaneous, flexible family fun, which is fantastic. Wow, that was very alliterative. (laughs) I did not intend that. Anyway, I am thinking kids are home. Let's use them for some accountability. So today we're going to talk about fun ways to use your kids to help you keep the house at least somewhat pulled together. Let's dig in. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy, wife, mom of four, (laughs) and unorganized professional organizer. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized there's a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created exclusively by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, and productivity should fit the way our brains think. Albert Einstein said, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. (laughs) Well, fish, let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by well-intentioned monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. It's time to choose unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose progress over perfection. I'm in this journey with you, and together, we can choose joy. So digging into this idea of using our kids for some accountability, (laughs) here's where this can be fun. I mean, I love that summer is a little less structured and you can really experiment with different things. My tips to you, if you're going to try some various types of accountability or I guess chores is the word and you want to make it fun and playful. I don't know, not a drag because it's summer and kids have so few summers. Like let's enjoy them while they're around. My tips to you would be keep any of your ideas very short. Change things up. Even if you figure something works one week, still try something new and then maybe circle back around so that it stays fresh, it stays interesting, and more importantly, because we have issues with consistency, you don't have to feel like, oh, it was working so well, and then we had this one day where we were all exhausted and it came time to do the sort of disguised chores, (laughs) and we just didn't feel like doing them. So I didn't enforce them. And now they don't think they have to do them ever. And just I let a good thing go. And uh, we don't want to set ourselves up for that. So every time you introduce a new way to sort of gamify a chore, switch it up, do a different thing the next week so that you're only trying to hold to it for a week or so. So with that in mind, Obviously, the way you can gamify some chores is to is is going to be different based on the age of your kids. So I will try to give an example across the ages and then modify it to however it suits your family best. If you have littles, my first suggestion is to create a game of hot lava. 
And if you have never played hot lava, <laughs> maybe you're an international listener, or maybe I don't realize that I feel like playing hot lava is like a, a universal kid thing. But basically, when your kids suddenly decide that the floor is hot lava and they can only jump from furniture piece to furniture piece to furniture piece or throw down pillows, which are floating rocks or whatever, to get from one side of a room to another. We're going to use that fun game, but we're going to create a way to clean up hot spots in a super fast method that we're going to term hot lava. If you keep it simple, no more than three spots in your home, you can give some kids some warning because transitioning out of, gosh, we're having fun and everything's going well, and all of a sudden we have to do this cleanup, which hopefully they won't recognize it too much as cleanup, um, which is the whole reason we're gamifying it. But in case they would recognize it, you don't want this sort of jarring, hey, we were having fun and everything seemed great, and then all of a sudden we switched gears. It's hard on anybody with ADHD. It's hard on kids. So introduce it in a way that is once you've explained the game once and you want to do it all week is you're just like oh my goodness it's 10 minutes to hot lava time or it's five minutes to hot lava time so they can start to wrap up and transition their brains to when the hot lava happens if you have an alexa or anything like that where you can utilize the technology to your advantage you literally can ask Alexa to set a reminder for the whole week that will say hot lava begins in 10 minutes and then it'll say hot lava starting in five minutes and then you can have it say it's hot lava time. <laughs> um, she'll say it more robotic, robotically. It's a shame you can't give her some personality but anyway what hot lava time for your littles would be is you can choose the main living space floor you can choose the kitchen island if that's like a place in your home that constantly just gets all the coloring stuff drug out on it or whatever, or the kitchen table, or the door by the mudroom, or the floor by the mudroom might be more applicable. And all of a sudden you go, oh my goodness, it's hot lava time. And you can even have fun music that's sort of upbeat and frantic playing and have those songs picked out by Alexa to start playing as soon as hot lava time starts. And you know you're racing against before the music stops. It would be a fun way to be like anything left on the floor is going to disappear in five minutes because the hot lava is going to get it. And so you run around and scramble and try and get all of the things off of the floor and off of the island, ideally as a way of putting them away. <laughs> um, but at the very least, if this is the last thing you do right before you start bedtime routines, when you're done with bedtime routines and you come back down, you're going to be like, oh, I don't have all of this stuff to clean up before I get to sit down. And you don't have this nagging oh, everybody's dragging their feet and nobody wants to do it because we're all so tired because it's the end of a long summer day. They've just gotten to play one more game before bed hit. So anyway, that's an idea for littles. I don't know how long the, la the hot lava game could last, possibly through the elementary school years. You know your kids better than I do. All right, next level up would be like late elementary years, preteens, middle school age sort of group. 
you can kind of entice them with, guys, do you remember we used to play hot lava? It was so fun. What if we do this like spin on hot lava? And if we can beat the clock as soon as the timer starts that it's hot lava time, if we can get all these spaces cleaned up, I'll let you stay up an extra 30 minutes, right? So already have in mind your sort of summer bedtime, but back it up by half hour and then tell them if we fulfill this hot lava fun at the end of each day, I'll, I'll give you an extra 30 minutes. You can arrange it any way you want to. They don't know what your plan was. And then literally let Alexa help you out. Let some music help you out. Again, give warnings because transitions are hard. And just as soon as hot lava time starts, you can go, oh my gosh, all right, let's do this. And they know it's more of a chore, but it's a twist on a chore. They know they're earning something at the end of it. So it's the staying up an extra 30 minutes with their phone or, you know, 30 minutes of extra screen time or tomorrow you get 30 minutes with a friend, whatever, something that they're earning the right to do. And it's still short, quick bursts of sort of frantic clearing off of the spaces. And then if you have teens, high school age grouping, instead of gamifying it so much, just say, hey, every night I'm going to set a timer. We're going to 15 minutes. Each of you will be signed a, a spot that are these like hot spots in the house that I just need to stay on top of. You guys know that I'm a little scattered. You guys know that sometimes the house just gets chaotic and I don't want you to be embarrassed having friends over. And so if you guys will help me every night, you hold me to my spot, I'll hold you to your spots. If at the end of the 30 minutes or 15 minutes, we get all of this cleared up, hey, I'll extend your curfew by the extra 30 minutes or I'll, you know, if you, if you're a strict parent, you want to really lock it in, like, I've changed the Wi-Fi password and you can have the Wi-Fi password that I'm going to change again in 30 minutes. Whatever your structure for your family teens are, give them some incentive. It may even be they earn some money. I mean, goodness, if your kids pay for their own gas and they're running themselves around and you're like, hey, I'll pitch in an extra 10 bucks at the end of the week if you do this with me the next five days. Like I said, don't make it a weekend thing unless you just feel like it's working really well. Don't you hold yourself out to anything longer than a week, but give it a try. You know, something to know that each day there's this quick burst of activity that will help you feel better each night when you're going to bed, that you just know the house has not completely blown up. Some other fun variations so that you can shake things up every week is to have that same sort of hot lava feel, but assign specific things. So it's one kid picks up anything that's red and another kid picks up anything that's blue. It's a great way to also teach color. <laughs> uh, you assign them picking things up if they start with the letter that their name starts with or picking up the number of things of their age in a certain amount of time. So if they're four, go pick up four things. If they're 10, they pick up 10 things or, you know, some roll the dice, choose a number and do it in this rapid succession. Those are just a few other quick ways to change up this hot lava and still keep it a little fresh each time. 
so that there's a little bit of difference in how you're doing it if the basic structure works. With all of that in mind, I hope you can give this a try. I hope it works. If you want to jump in the Facebook group and share your thoughts, I'll create a post on this where we can add extra notes of what worked or you guys are creative, add your ideas so that we can share and learn from each other even more fun ways to have some fun with our kids and our accountability this summer. And until next time, choose joy. Did we just connect? Do you feel at home here? Oh gosh, then please do me a favor. I'd love to have you here for the next episode. And to do that, you need to follow or subscribe or hit the little plus button, whatever it takes to be here next time I drop an episode. And while you're at it, if you could scroll down and find where people rate and review the podcast, and if you would add your thoughts, it would mean the world to me. First of all, it would help other moms like us find me and they wouldn't have to feel so alone. But I actually just like hearing from you. It means a lot to know your thoughts and so that I can keep doing a a good job and having episodes that mean something to you. So connect with me. DM me on Instagram. I'm at joylovinghome. Or you can email me, joy at joylovinghome.com. Or join my community. It's bit.ly slash joylovinghomecommunity. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, keep choosing joy.